Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett. Today we're talking with three local nonprofit organizations who've been a part of our community for many years. The Janine Carico Literacy Fund, Pete Elman Big Band, and Little Friends. Spotlight. And today I'm joined by Christine Nicarico-Roy and her sister, Kathy Nicarico-Brown. And together they're the co-directors of the Janine Nicarico Literacy Fund. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Really glad to have you both here. And I'm going to start right off with you, Kathy. Who is Janine? Okay, Janine was our baby sister. She was um, 10 years old at the time that we lost her. Um, she was a bright-eyed, cheerful, big dimpled, big brown eyes, um, horseback rider, loved animals, uh, was the favorite to our family pet, um, our dog, and she unfortunately was taken from us too soon. She was um, kidnapped from our home here in Naperville. Uh, mind you, back in 1983, there, this town was only about 40,000 people. It's hard to believe today, <laughs> but it was. Um, so it was a small town. Um, she was homesick, um, and somebody came to our house, we believe, to burglarize it and found her instead. Unfortunately, she was murdered, and um, we have since tried to pick up the pieces and move on and teach people that um, you can give back. And this community at the time gave us so much. So much um, they gave us the ability to pick up and shed a light on Janine in a positive way. And that's what we try to do now with what the Literacy Fund is, is yeah. give back to this community who gave us so much. Well... Hard to pick up after that, right? <laughs> um, and you know how I feel about it. But talk a little bit, if you would, about kind of what was the impetus for the Nicarico Literacy okay. Fund and how that got started. So, you know, after many years of trials, we had several um, murder trials that, around Janine's case, um, and with so much support from our community, tremendous amount. Um, it was just getting to a point, you know, where every other year we were involved in trials, and so I was. I am a teacher in the district, District 203, and my teammates and friends that I work with um, were kind of like, you know, I was in the middle of one of the trials, and they're like, we got to do something. You know, tell us more about her. And as they heard a little more about Janine, and we talked about, you know, she went to Elmwood, and she was a fifth grader there, and all K-5 through there, and she struggled here and there with academics, and she had some fabulous teachers that really made a difference that impacted her. And so we just started talking, and from that, we said, okay, they said, what about we put a literacy fund together and an opportunity to fund grants for teachers to deepen their own understanding of literacy and so that they can be more impactful in their instruction and to students. But in the meantime, still, like Kathy said, you know, shed a positive light on Janine's name, you know, because everything in the press was all the negative piece, and you know, that, mm -hmm. not negative, but you know, had sad. sad. Very sad. It's very, very dark. Sad. And she very, was such yes. a bubbly yes. person. Right. It wasn't a good reflection of who, who she, she was. was. Yeah. So who at that point, us. we wanted to bring positivity to her name. So when people heard Janine Nicarico, they thought of a positive thing. And so that's really how the Nicarico grant, Janine's Literacy Fund, came to be. And yeah. that was back in 1996. And um, we had a lot of support from businesses. Um, through their sponsorship, um, NEF supported us at that point also with allowing us to create this fund that we would then go out and get 
you know, sponsors or donations from. And that's how our grants are funded is through the Nicarica Literacy Fund. Yeah, that's what a wonderful, wonderful way to um, not only honor Janine, but also pay it forward. I mean, you talked a little bit about the fact that the teachers had impacted her ability to be a yes. better student. And so by you doing that yeah. and kind of paying that forward for other kids, right? right. So Absolutely. that's like, wonderful. Yeah. So yes. It's been really special. Yeah, now it's been 20 years plus. Uh, yes. You've had a lot of growth. <laughs> Talk a little bit, Kathy, about the impact that you've had in the community and some of those grants. Okay. So we, we, we give out the grants um, once a year and we give them out to, people have to apply for them. We have an on-site um, website that they fill out the forms, kind of walks them through what our missions and goals are. Um, they go out to the schools, we'll do programs from uh, book clubs to... Um, We've had Born to Read program, which was um, reading specialists put a grant together where they worked with the pediatricians in Naperville to help families with newborns bring reading into their life at an early age. We know the importance of early intervention, right? Um, we've had book clubs at the junior highs, the high schools kind of around like the Oprah book clubs. Um, we've had authors in residence at schools that help, they, you know, the teachers write the grants again and they bring in authors in residence where they come in and write with the students, but also work with the teachers. And I think that's what's really um, a little unique about our grants that we fund is that yes we're bringing um, you know resources to the classrooms but along with that teachers are deepening their own understanding to be better so you know there's a lot of professional development we you know have funded grants that have asked for workshops for teachers or you know institutes like this summer we have a summer writing institute um, from in district 203 where an organization from New York is coming out that teachers had also written a grant for yeah, so I mean, lots of ways that you're tapping yes. into that early childhood, later yes, childhood, right. but also supporting the teachers, right. which, as you said, so lovely because you are one, but also had such an important yes. impact on Janine's on life, right? right? And along with the, you know, the schools that we um, fund, we also have funded, we fund um, like Turning Point Autism and some of the activities that they, you know, the way they're learning to help the kids at their um, centers, Little Friends Academy, the teachers there private schools in our area, um, and then also Project Help, because along with Project Help, you know, they're looking at ways to mentor parents to help support their children, you right. know, so that right. they are better, um, you know, community citizens in our, and then we look at the Janine, uh, oh, yeah, the DuPage Center. County Janine Advocacy Center, which when they came to us to name it after her, um, that is something now we also contribute back to them to help make their program stronger through a form of a grant each year. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's yeah, and that yeah. was a lovely honor. Yes, and it really very was. Much, very, very touching to your family, I know. Talk a little bit if you would. Obviously, all of that grant giving requires that you raise funds. So let's talk about how you do that. <laughs> okay, then that comes to So um, about 18 years ago, a parent and a teacher won a grant. And they came to us and said, we want to give back to you. You guys were so generous to give us this money to help the kids. We want to develop a 5K. So they developed it. Yeah. <laughs> Very simple. Morning run, 5K, yeah. great. We had like, what? Two, Less, a couple hundred people yeah. showed up. It was okay. great. We had a great time. They did that for a couple years, and then we said, what can we do to help? And they said, just, just come and enjoy it. And so we said, no, we want to get involved. So here we are. Now we have <laughs> since taken it over. Um, they have since gone on to different positions, and we took it from a morning run which um, our family is more night owls than we are yes. morning people, <laughs> yes. just to be honest. So we decided to, we looked around and we decided, we were kind of starting to outgrow some of the places we were at. So we decided to turn it into a night run. 
and we happen to be the only night run in the area. Okay. Um, so yeah. we Fun, thought right? this yes, was perfect is. for us. So we added um, a live band. We have Trace Mustache that plays. Yeah. We have brought um, beverages, adult beverages to the event as well. Food. And uh, food. <laughs> and then we had tried to inspire the schools and families to come out dressed all glowed out. I mean, nice. to mm -hmm. see the families, um, the excitement. We've had a couple kids come up to us, to us and to my mom specifically. One little boy tapped her on the shoulder and just said, thank you for doing yeah. this. This is my favorite day of the year. Right. It's just a really... That's all we need to hear. Right? That's yeah. all you need. That's all we need. And it's it just a celebration. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a celebration of her life. It's a celebration of literacy. And when we called it GLOW, yeah. um, yes, it's a GLOW run, but it's also an acronym for Give Literacy an Opportunity to Win. Nice. So it's just a, you know, such a happy night and we couldn't do it without all our volunteers, you know, our sponsors. sponsors. I mean, there's so many people behind the scenes on it and that really make it su such a success, but most importantly, the families and all the participants that are out there. That and night. it's a true reflection of who Janine was. When yeah. you're there and see everybody having fun, that's her. You yeah. feel her. Yeah, you oh, feel her presence her. is felt. Yeah, we really time. do. And yeah. my parents say the same thing every year when they're there too. They, you just feel her. You know, yeah. she's with all of us. So. Well, listen, I am so glad that you stopped by. I wish you all the best with the Glow One. Thank you. Keep up the great work with the grants. I know that that means all the world to all of those kids that are being touched by that money and being touched by that little angel. Yes, so thank, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for supporting us. If you would like to sign up for the GLOW 5K event or you want to learn more about how you can support the Janine Nicarico Literacy Fund, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. At Busey, our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise. Stay up to date on what's happening in our neighborhoods and schools at City Hall and all across town with NCTV 17 News Update. Email directly to your inbox once a day, Monday through Friday. This two-minute video not only tells you the latest news, but shows it to you all at your fingertips. And that's what's happening right here in Naperville. And the best part, it's free. So sign up today at nctv17.com slash subscribe. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Mournette, and joining me now are Pete Elman and Brian Miller of the Pete Elman Big Band. So welcome. Thank Thanks, you. Jane. Hey, super excited to have you here. No music, unfortunately, and right. I certainly can't play. But Pete, we're going to start off with you. What made you decide to start the Pete Elman Big Band, and why a 501c3? Well, a couple of things. Um, Growing up when I was a kid, you could go out and see big bands all the time around the Chicagoland area. Glenn Miller, Tommy Dorsey, Maynard Ferguson, Buddy Rich, Woody Herman, all these bands, Basie, Ellington, uh, they were around and you could go see them. Um, as I got older, those bands stopped touring or toured a lot less. And uh, so I just wanted to do something that would give us an opportunity for kids to come out and hear professionals perform big band music. That's exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that you thought to, you know, you had such positive memories of that, oh, yeah. right? 
Yeah. yeah. And why a 501c3? Well, the reason I did the 501c3 is I thought eventually I might want to apply for grants to help out with things. And uh, we've been doing that now. We have a jazz festival that started five years ago. We've now done five of them. And it's been really successful. The, uh, I think the kids get a lot out of it. Uh, this year was at Nequa Valley High School, and we had uh, 22 bands join us. Wow. So, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, that's, it's that's quite something, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Brian, talk a little bit about that, because now you're a Naperville resident, right? You've been a member of the band. You've been a band director. What does this jazz festival, what does this do for the students and for the community? Well, sure. For our students, it's simple. It's just exciting to be part of a dynamic environment where they can be with students from 22 other schools who share common passions. Yeah. That's just great to validate the kids. Likewise, they can be in that community where it validates their hard work because the people appreciate how very hard they've worked at this. The luminaries that Pete's brought in, we get education, we get inspiration, they get to hear a fantastic professional band play at a high level with, with renowned guest artists. And it's just one of those hopefully top five experiences for the kids in their high school career. And it just supercharges them to keep on the path they're on doing really good things. Yeah, that's, that's such a great uh, way of describing it. And I think, you know, jazz as a, as a musical genre is such a collaboration, right, yes. with, oh, the, yeah. with the artists. So Very as you talk so. about that, I, you know, you can feel that, right? For Absolutely. Sure. Spontaneous, exciting. Anything can happen. It's live music. Yeah. And it's very empowering to the kids. So, Pete, obviously you're growing this uh, festival. What, what, what might be one of the bigger challenges that you're facing? Well, space and time are, are a couple of the things we're, we're looking. I'd like to add a concert at the end of the day. We now have one in the middle of the day. Um, but it's nice to have one at the end of the day where afterwards the kids can come up and talk to the guest artists that we have that we've brought in from uh, all over the world. We've had uh, people from London and people from Japan come. So um, it's, it's really a great opportunity and these kids won't have another chance to talk to some of them. So. Yeah, that's pretty special. I mean, that's a unique, I mean, you know, you're, you're bringing people together to do great music, but you're really, that's an educational process. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes. I mean, access to people they wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity to interact with. Yes, and, and they get the opportunity to hear them play and they also have master classes now. So they get to go and hear the, the people talk about their specific instruments. So if you're a trumpet player, you can go hear a trumpet player talk about playing trumpet and how they started and what they did when they were their age. You know, so it's, it's really a cool, cool yeah. environment for them. Yeah. Kind of s sit at the feet of the master, if you yeah. will. Yeah, yes, that's awesome. Sure. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, Brian, you were one of the original uh, members, right, yes, of the I band. Was. So you've been around a long time with the band. What's been, the, in your mind, like one of the best performances or just the best experiences that you've had? Well, sure. That's a tricky one to narrow down because Pete's done a great job putting together this world-class band where the repertoire from the band and their resume. We have people who played with Maynard Ferguson, Harry Connick, uh, Ray Charles, uh, all these luminaries. And then we've done all these great festivals, people from different continents coming, uh, worldwide famous people. But I'd really probably bring it right back center court to Naperville, just the endearing, our annual uh, Christmas show, the, the swinging Christmas with the Pete Elman Big Band and our partnership with the Naperville Municipal Chorus. Um, that's incredible. 
because we're, we're at a world-class facility right in our own town with Wentz Hall, just an incredible place to make and enjoy music. The community comes out in droves. And I remember last year on one of the rehearsals, it was a piece that we weren't playing as we sometimes collaborate and sometimes alternate. And I'm just looking back and seeing 125 voices and the age range from early 20s to, to, to all the way up. And people who just lifelong love of music, absolutely passionate about what they're doing. And just seeing that, that raw enjoyment yeah. for the activity was just so great and that we were a power of that. And I, I think we are there hopefully to inspire them and help them as professionals, but they no less inspired and helped us, I really believe, just because of the love of music that drew us into it for the first place. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, we were, we were lucky enough to cover that concert. And, and you know, whether you were there sitting in the seat or you were watching on television, it was amazing. I mean, as you Thanks. say, and I think, you know, and, and this seems, I, I'm hearing this sort of ongoing piece about collaboration, and P, I'll just kind of wrap with you in terms of the concerts that you do, the collaborations that you have, what's coming up? What can we expect from you for the rest of the year and as you look into 2020? Well, we're uh, going to do another concert with the community, Naperville Community Chorus that's coming up, and usually that's the first weekend in December, so December 2019 we'll be doing that, and that's Friday, Saturday and Sunday, and I don't know the exact dates yet, but we'll it's a be great doing way that. to kick off the holidays. It, is, it really it is. puts you in the spirit, right? It's awesome. It was. It really is a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, we have coming up. We're playing with in the Bolingbrook community. We're going to be doing a thing there June 28th. Um, I'm not sure where the venue is, but it's going to be in Bolingbrook. Um, we have some more things coming up. Hopefully, we're going to do another fundraiser with Loaves and Fishes. Um, that will be exciting and that will be I think in July sometime. So okay. that's a few of the things we have coming up. Um, but every week we have different schools that open for us where we play at La Quinta. And uh, I think this next week we have a junior high from Naperville that's going to join us. I believe it's uh, Kennedy Junior High or Madison Junior High. I can't remember for sure. But. Either one. Yeah. One of them will be there. And it'll yes. all be good music, it right? It will be. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, what a what a uh, absolute joy to bring this form of music. It's one of my favorites, you know, to the community, to bring wonderful artists together with young people who are learning their craft, you know, and to see that play forward. So well, thank uh, you. you you do a great job, and we look forward to hearing many more fine concerts and for next year's Jazz Festival. Yes. Thank yes. You. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. If you would like to learn more about the Naperville Big Band Jazz Festival or any of the other performances that the Pete Elman Big Band will be performing this year, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but don't go away. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Shop downtown Naperville this spring with over a hundred shops from national favorites to one-of-a-kind boutiques, plus over 50 restaurants and health and beauty options too. Downtown Naperville is the premier shopping destination in the western suburbs. And don't forget about downtown Naperville gift cards. They make a perfect gift for every occasion. Come shop, dine, stay, and have fun in downtown Naperville. At Busey, our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. 
you allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jay Warnett. I'm joined now by Mike Briggs and Camille Smith. They're representing Little Friends, Inc. Welcome. Well, thank thank you. you. Friends, not <laughs> little friends, but welcome, friends. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. I'm super glad to have you. And Mike, we're going to start out with you. This is, we're right in the middle of uh, Autism Awareness Month, with it being April. Sure. So this is a great opportunity for you to tell us about your agency and, and the population that you serve. Oh, my goodness. Well, we've, we've been around since uh, the 1960s in terms of when we were founded. Um, but we've been dealing with the challenges of the autism spectrum that goes back uh, better than 30 years in terms of the programs that we've got in place. Little Friends has four main programs in terms of what we do to, to provide services addressing autism. The Little Friends Center for Autism starts with children as early as 18 months old doing diagnostic evaluations and then providing therapies after that. We operate three schools, two of which are primarily focused on autism. And then on top of that, we have adult services uh, that provide day services during the day and residential services that provide residential support for those adults that are in the programs in the 38 homes that we manage. Um, in addition to that, because of the talent and the amount of experience that we've got as an agency, we provide service and, and will education for service providers, for almost a thousand service providers a year, come to Little Friends for guidance on things that are going on in the autism spectrum world. It is, uh, I, I mean, I'm always so impressed. You know, it's such a full continuum of services. It's such a variety of services and really meeting that population where their needs exist, right? Yes. It, it, it's very impressive. I, and I think it's important, you know, when you think about autism, and I know we hear more and more and more today, and now one in 40 children uh, is diagnosed with autism. That's a growing number. How, how are you addressing that? Well, it's, it's, it's scary because of the fact that it's gone from one in, one in 89 now to, mm -hmm. to numbers now that where it was just reported recently that it was one in 40. I mean, one of the things that we see as, a, as an organization in terms of what's so important is, is the significance of early intervention and getting diagnoses early as opposed to later on. The brain is in development at early ages, and while I'm not going to profess to be a doctor from that standpoint, you read all the research, and what you find out is that you can have an incredible impact on, on the, the development of a child if you can get to that child at a point in time when their brain is still in those development stages. And so we're really working hard to try to provide early, early intervention programs and therapies for, for early age children which has been kind of a tie into one of the things that we're doing on the education side as well. Okay, and Camille, that kind of picks right up where you're heavily Correct. involved, right? Correct. So talk a little bit about those early childhood programs. We're very excited to introduce our early childhood program. It will be housed on the first floor of Kretzi Academy. It will include our signature communication, occupational therapy, and ABA therapy program, um, all of our materials will be color-coded for our students, which will provide uh, a level of success and independence for each student. Um, initially, each of our students will be assessed, and tasks that are at their current skill level will be presented to them, and then subsequent tasks that will build on those foundational skills. So we're, we're very excited about the, uh, 
the introduction of this program, which will begin this summer. Okay. Our summer school program. Okay. And so now give us an idea of the age range of students that you'll be working mm -hmm. with. The age range will be three to five. And um, our classroom will initially um, be four to six students. Okay. So nice small numbers, mm -hmm. very one-on-one -on -one kind of a in interaction. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, the the program differentiates itself, I think, from other programs in that it includes our ability to address the needs of the sensory regulation needs of students, as well as the cognitive, the um, behavioral, and the social-emotional needs of students that are so young. Um, our students really will be provided with uh, a structured teaching approach that includes a multimodality approach, um, including repetition, movement, um, as well as interactive learning. Okay. Um, each one of our students will be um, provided with instruction on pre-literacy skills, as well as that independence, which is so critical to the success of our students. Yeah. I think another feature that sets our program apart from other programs is the strong family services component that we have to our team. Um, we provide family services um, uh, for all of our families, and I think our EC families, our early childhood families, will really um, be able to benefit from these services. The family services team is comprised of a uh, therapist, a counselor, as well as a parent educator. So we have the ability to provide uh, counseling services as well as take visual systems that are so important to that learning process for our young learners uh, into the home. So yeah. it's a very unique feature. Um, we'll be able to address the needs of multiple school districts who have really spent a lot of time uh, identifying to us the need for these early learners to provide or to be uh, able to receive that more intensive programming that we're able to do. Well, it certainly sounds like you've done a lot of research on it. And I we, think it's yeah. interesting when you talk about bringing the whole family piece into it, yes. right? Because it's not just about instructing the students. It's exactly. about making sure that the parents understand what that instruction yes. looks like and can carry that forward. It's really a very holistic approach to working with a student and um, certainly a hallmark of our our program excellence. Yeah, well that's exciting. So we look forward to, uh, to hearing more about that come this summer. And you know, Mike, I know you've had a lot, obviously there's been a lot in the news about lots of different developments going on with Little Friends. So uh, give us a little bit more information. Well, the, the quick quick lowdown is that um, we're, we're excited. We're in the process of going through uh, all of the approvals that are necessary for us to be able to finalize on the purchase of new property and, and also the sale of our property on the Naperville campus to North Central College. Uh, North Central's going through its, its process with regard to getting what it needs to do to be able to operate the property as a, as a school and university entity. So they've got to do that. We in turn have to go through the process with the city of Warrenville, which is where we'll be acquiring a building uh, on Deal Road. We have to go through that process and um, get the approvals that give us the ability to operate a school in a, in a property that's otherwise been used for office space. So it's, a, it's the formalities in terms of what we, what we have to do and the information we have to provide, but uh, we're both positive in, the, in our approach in terms of what we're trying to do and, and assuming that we both are able to do what we need to do, we'll begin then the process of the, of the planning of the new space. What's really exciting is 
what this new space provides to us is about 40% growth over what we have today. Mm -hmm. That 40% enables us to be able to expand our schools. As you heard Camille mention about the, the number of early childhood classrooms, we actually have three early childhood classrooms built into the future plans as to what we want to mm -hmm. do. So our expectation is that we'll be able to to have uh, as many as 150 children in the school that currently today we're only operating at about 125. We will have all of our kids in one place, but more importantly from my vantage point is that we'll all be on one floor, which makes this um, ADA compliant and something to where we can help children that have physical needs as well as intellectual and developmental challenges and autistic challenges. So. Um, it's really kind of expands what we're able to do and it's exciting from that standpoint to be able to have an environment that enables us to make that happen. Yeah, well it's certainly, you know, you've got the services, you've got the people, you know what you need to do, so being able to put that part together where you had the facilities in the way that you would like them to set that all up exactly. for success is terrific. Yeah. So. Well, our, our, building, our building was built in 1945 yeah. and, it, and um, we've We've made it work for a long time, but we have the opportunity to create a, a state-of-the-art facility mm -hmm. with technology that can give us really a leading edge facility, and that's our goal and objective. Absolutely. So um, we're excited for what that means for those we serve. Well, we certainly wish you and North Central College, because we know it's a good thing for them as well, so we wish you both the best of luck with that, and we look forward to hearing more about the summer programs, and I know it's going to be successful. Thank you. Thank you very much. If you would like to find out more about Little Friends and the services that they offer to the autism community, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you would like to learn more about the organizations featured on today's show, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wernette. Thank you for watching.